0: You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and The Peppermaster hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind well hello kids and welcome to just a nibble where we're going to actually try to hold ourselves to a (laughs) short period of time for real this time so basically this is what beaver bites was intended to be in the first place but we never quite actually got there
1: a bites turned into a long rambling speech sometimes, but that's okay because the feedback has been really good. I've had people say, "You know what? I, re- I really like it when you guys do that." They're like, mm-hmm. "We we like to get the factual stuff from the regular flagship show." You know, it's you know, you've got scripts and quotes, and you're giving us information in, in a in a very digestible way. Mm-hmm. But what we like about the bite show is it's it's sort of like a traditional. Podcast in the sense mm-hmm. that it's two gentlemen having a conversation, but you're talking still about the same topic that you talk about.
0: Yep, just in a different way.
1: Just in a different way. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tonight is going to be something completely different.
0: Yes. Uh, we have no script whatsoever, which, but there's a couple of things we wanted to talk about. And, uh, you know, if it was a bite, we were going to call it a birthday bite because it's his birthday. Yours truly, yes, uh, and uh, there's been—I uh, I don't know—it's my birthday, but like the whole nation's been getting the presents. Yeah, no kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, except for a nurse in Toronto just the other night. That, that, that. yes, yes. And, but yes. in a weird roundabout way, that might give all of us a present by felling the Doug Ford government forever. Yes. Fingers crossed, but somehow I don't think that's going to happen. Only because he just has too much media control and and and
0: not enough people are, are paying nearly enough attention. I think I'm afraid yeah, I, I, I fear. I've noticed that too. It's been really weird because it's like um, there are other parties on the right competing. There's the Ontario party and the new blue party and mm-hmm. there's been like zero Nothing. coverage whatsoever. What the... It's like, they do not even exist. They don't exist. So, so whatever vote could go on the other way to try and like take a couple of percent off like this, like no because we know our media is mostly conservative, Mm -hmm. so no conservative media is presenting to any conservative voter that there is any other option. (laughs) Well, I I mean, 60%
1: of our media is owned by American hedge funds, uh, and it was because uh, former Prime Minister Stephen Harper struck down the Canadian um, ownership rules when it came to media companies in Canada. So literally 60% of, uh, well, the National Post, as an example, which is part of... um, Oh, I can't remember the name of the conglomerate. They own like a ton of newspapers across the country. Um, And and uh, 60% of that is owned. Well, 60% of the ownership of that media company is by a U.S. extreme right-wing theocratic hedge fund.
0: Mm -hmm. New New Jersey-based hedge fund Chatham Asset Management. There you go. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I had been noticing that. And then on uh, the other side, for some reason, uh the whole incident with the nurse uh yeah. was not really carried on any major media. Barely. And Barely. Prior to that, uh we had which was carried in the media, but we had uh, uh adults in schools some male adults, uh, forcing, uh, young girls that go to Catholic girls, Catholic schools to bend over and touch their toes while they measured their hemlines. Yeah. What uh, kind of sick pervert does that? Yes. And it seems that that, uh, that's catching on because there I think there's a school in the Montreal area who tried to do, did it again also a couple of days later. So, you know, when we had the abortion thing, everybody said, Oh, well, thank God, Canada. Okay. Well, this is how the old patriarchs are doing it now. Now they're filling up young girls and measuring their hemlines. Right. How disgusting was that? They're emboldened.
1: Oh completely.
0: Please. So you got young girls being forced to bend over, right? You had grandpa and grandma dying of dehydration and malnutrition in the first wave. At, where's like where's the people asking what's going on in Doug Ford's Ontario? Well, uh,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna anyway, go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one step. I'm gonna go one step beyond here. Give me a sec. Let's double it back to uh, when it comes to abortion rights in Canada, okay, and I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna step it back a little bit because I know you were busy this evening celebrating your birthday, as one should with your partner, which is awesome. But I saw a tweet earlier this evening from a woman by the name of Lindy Lee at Lindy Lee, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this tweet to you because when I read it to you, you're gonna you're gonna have the same response I did initially, and then I I had to retweet it and and add my two cents. But her original tweet is, and when you hear this, I'm not making this up. Okay. Religious lunatics in Oklahoma passed a total abortion ban starting at fertilization. Yes. Literally, when the sperm meets the egg. This mm-hmm. backward medieval shit is insane. A religious minority is forcing their religion on us like they're forcing pregnancy on women and girls across America. <sighs> So my response was, if this is real, and I've no doubt, welcome to 1952. Contraception will be next, followed by... women losing their right to work? Vote? If well, you think that won't happen, doesn't. if you think that won't happen, look at where they already are. If you think they don't have Canada in the crosshair,
0: you're being naive. Yeah, no, definitely lose the right to vote in the United States. I mean, they're going, they're trying to gerrymandering and, and oh you yeah well you lose your right to vote i mean boom that's that's you know. so yeah i mean it's ugh. but when it comes back to doug ford i mean you have all these things going on and it seems that there's a very clear line of attack that you know what's going on in his province he's lost control of it completely right and nobody's making that argument so that's kind of little strange. I mean, these, these, it just seems anyway, like from the media side that there seems to be a concerted effort uh, to make it such that, there's nothing bad said about him. And meanwhile, yeah. his team really is like we said, you know, trying to stuff him into a, like a hog, tied him and stuff into a freezer in the basement. I mean, he's not doing scrums. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't shown up to uh, power and politics to do the interview before the debate. He is the only premier in Ontario. Who's never been on Steve Paikin's show for an interview in 50 years. 50 so years. If, even
1: before Steve Pakin hosted the show, the first premier in Ontario's history well in, in the last 50 years since yeah. TV Ontario became a thing to yeah. never appear once
0: yeah uh it's just and then in the first debate you know, I remember one of the moderators had to say hey, Mr. Ford you seem to be very quiet there and which was really weird to see because you know he's not a small man and, this no. and he's like trying to hide between the little podium and being motionless like, like nobody sees me nobody's I'm not here he's Harper's right? puppet He was, yes, but he was really trying not to be noticed. Of course, of course. And, uh, you know, and he won't scrum after the debates and he won't. So, I mean, they're they're really, and then the second debate, you know, he brings the whole binder, right? Which he was told not to do. Yes, they were asked not to do. And they basically said, Well, what if we do it anyway? You're going to cancel the debate? And people said, Well, no. So he brought it anyway. Right. So he's got this like really, really thick binder that he has as a crutch like this. And he starts the debate reading from it pretty much like Lee looked down something like eight times. Barely
1: reading. I think the man's literacy level is questionable.
0: But the point is, is that he has to be, his team has him entirely, fully. Scripted because they do not trust what comes out of his mouth. If he goes solo, no, no, And, and right? It makes sense. I mean, he's that's why they're not letting him talk, right? This and the whole thing is that if you want to get at him at this campaign, you can't take him down by saying you know he's evil and whatnot. He's got that oh shucks, folks thing. Everybody thinks he's a good guy.
1: Folks, you have to
0: take him down, friends, friend, yeah. folks, folk, friends. friends. But you got to take him down with, it's his instinct. You can't trust him to do the right thing. And if he does choose the right thing, you can't trust him to do it right. Well, look,
1: the man That's is... where you
0: take him down. It,
1: it, it, here's where the frustration kicks in for me. I mean, it kicks in in a million places. But here's the one, the one area where I get so frustrated. This is a man who has never... And I'm not going to do, uh, uh, I'm not going to make, I'm, uh, <laughs> go, 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 go. he's such a big target, big oh, target. Okay, you're not, yeah. Okay, I'm nice. not going to go there. And right? don't right? don't do that. I'm not going to go there. Cause that's not who we are. We don't do that. But, and I'm saying this and I, so I have to preface this with, I'm not going there when I say what I say, the man has never struggled for a meal in his life. And I'm, that's not a comment. It's not a body-shaming thing. It's not. It's not. The man has always had food on the table, a roof over his head, and never had to think about it. Mm-hmm. There are millions of people in this province that are scrounging quarters to buy a box of mac and cheese, no-name mac and cheese, at the local corner store right now. Right now. And this... Yeah, person has no concept of what's that, what that's like. Not a concept. So he continually punches down by saying things like, "Oh, oh, oh well, the best thing a person that's on a disability can do is get a job." Yes. Um. Uh.
0: Did, <laughs> that's the best social program is a job, right? It's just, <laughs> if if you if you're on disabilities because you can't work. No, which is not true. Because first of all, the job is not a social program. It's not. <laughs> right? Number one, and it's like, uh, I, it, 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 starts to get again to that like the be thankful you have a damn job <sighs> attitude. When it's like, I'm sorry, but no. It's like we're all worth something. It's like you should be grateful that we're working for you, whoever yeah. that we're working. Not us being grateful that you deigned us worthy of being hired (laughs) right it's just
1: uh if we all decided you know what nobody's working tomorrow it's not going to happen it won't but i mean it's what a union does when it goes out on strike it Mm. holds the powers that be responsible it's like look you're not going to get rich off our backs anymore if you're not going
0: to share it with us Mm -hmm. yeah well, he did terrible in that debate mm-hmm. by all by by any objective standards and um uh I know a lot of people don't like polling, but I like polls because, you know, I'm a PR guy. Uh, And uh, Innovative Research, uh, it's just one polling committee, uh, but they've been showing that the gap uh, has really, really, really uh, narrowed between uh, the liberals and uh, the conservatives. Uh, There was a 12-point gap among decided voters about a week ago. And Mm. in the space of one week, that gap went down from 12 to five points. Well. Look, in one week. the liberal leader uh, looked pretty good in that in that debate. In the second, yeah, but these these are these is this is polling before the debate. Oh, the okay, one. okay, okay. I did not yeah. know that. in the week between the first debate and the second debate. You know who I, was, I thought? I, you know who
1: I honestly thought was the best in that debate? Mike. Yeah, Mike Schreiner. Yeah,
0: Mike Schreiner did what Andrea Horvath should have been doing. No kidding! What the hell? I, I wanted to reach out and just smack her. Oh, just, and don't don't get come
1: at me because I wanted to hit a woman. That's not it. I, it would have been a man. It would have been anybody. They needed a smack. It's like, what are you doing? You're shooting yourself in the foot, and you're shooting your people next to you who are uh, effectively agreeing with most
0: of what your party wants to do. Mm-hmm. Well, like she's we so, about- she's supporting Ford. I know what we kept on saying in the federal debate when Jagmeet Singh kept on talking about Prime Minister Trudeau as if like he was the, the like a bad boyfriend who like jilted him or something. Right. And it's like, oh, you know, you can never trust him. He's not dependable. He always says he'll call, but he never does. He always forgets your birthday and your anniversary like this. You need a real man, you know, Get yourself a guy like me. Right. And it was just so whiny. Yeah. And, you know, and, and this thing was this. Andrew Horvath it's like you've had four years as leader of the opposition, more than and that. She starts her opening remarks, stuttering and stammering, and like you do know there was a debate tonight, right? Like you did prepare, and what did you do the last four years? I mean, when Stephen Duca kept on saying you're trying to relegate 2018, I mean that's literally what she was doing. Yes. It's like, Meanwhile, Mike Schreiner is throwing haymakers and landing them on Doug Ford. Doug Ford's body language was atrocious. Rolling his eyes, looking up, shifting left to right. I mean, and looking at, there's two times he looked like he wanted to deck Schreiner.
1: I I spoke to a a bunch of people who had watched the debate and I I said to a few people, I said, look, Horvath blew it. She had a chance to hammer the hell out of Doug and she didn't. She no. she hammered Doug. They're like, well, they hammered. she hammered Doug a lot. And I go, but she also hammered the liberal leader who was not in power for the last four years.
0: Yeah, not even in parliament. It's like,
1: what the hell was she doing? Well, when he was the minister of, I don't give a shit. We I don't care. I don't care about what happened six, eight, ten years ago. I care about what he's going to do tomorrow, next week, next month and next year and you're you're living in the past when you should be if you're going to live in the past hammer on the guy who is currently in power because he's done so much harm to so many
0: yeah she didn't do that yeah she didn't she completely blew it and she blew her debate right in the opening remarks when she said well you know there's probably you know more exciting things that you'd like to do on a monday night but at least you're here because you care it's like right there and there it's just like You've just lost the debate right there. Yep.
1: Well, a, a few people I spoke to said, you know, I was on the fence about Liberal or, or NDP. I, I, I tend to lean NDP, and I you know traditionally, but I, I you know the, I I thought she's been an ineffective opposition leader, and after that debate, it's like no, I'm voting Liberal. I heard that from a lot of people. Now, will that change anything? Will that change government? Will that defeat Doug? No concept. Again. A handful of people. I heard that from. Mm-hmm. Th- th- what does that mean? Well, a uh, handful of people are uh, we're on the fence have now uh, stepped to the other side of the fence, and they they know which party they're voting for, and and that's it. We're going. They're going strategic.
0: Yes. They're not yeah,
1: doing so the. I'm voting for the best MPP candidate in my riding. They're literally going strategic voting, which, yeah.
0: uh, but you I know. Get it. I get it because the federal deal is what's inspiring this because the thing with this election, right, is that Doug Ford needs the majority. If he gets a minority, he's gone. He's done. He's finished. The Liberals and the NDP will get together to make sure that he cannot govern and then he's done. Oh, yeah. Right. So they're fighting right now. Neither of them think that they can win this election, but Del Duca and and at least Shriner.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Andrea Hofra. So she's not rolling in the same direction as the rest of the team, but they're trying to make it as such that Doug Ford... Gets out of this with a minority, and And the Ontario Greens, because I like, you know, I always say, like the parties that run the better campaigns mm-hmm. should do better. Like the Ontario Greens should be at least third in seats, and the NDP should fall down to fourth. After that debate, justice,
1: I, I, I believe that'll happen. I'd be surprised if it didn't happen after that debate because Mike Schreiner in that debate was on point. He was direct. He didn't stammer. He didn't stutter, and that's not a that's not a knock against anybody who has that affliction. Okay, it's just he was very focused. He was very uh, professional in his in his in his uh, the manner in which he he wasn't doing what I'm doing right now. Yes, right.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Clear, concise. His to answers were. His answers were practiced. He knew what he wanted to say without being over-rehearsed. Exactly. And it it did not sound over-rehearsed either. Well, it sounded sounded like he thought about what he was going to say. Yes. This situation came up before he said it. Right? It was thoughtful. And I mean, and he went there, you know, it's like, you know, Premier Ford, have you ever looked in a nurse's (laughs) talk to a nurse? Have you talked to a teacher lately? Have you looked in the eye of someone whose parent died in a long-term care? I, I mean, like, because he's like, yeah, I've got your back. I'm the little guy like this. So it's like, yeah, all the little guys that you said. Let's name them one by one, like this. Yeah? Have you talked to them lately? Huh? So I mean, well, I think he, he swung third. the he swung the, the the Green Party into a new uh, view for me because and the not Green just Par- one note party. He has policies on everything, right? Because well, the it Green Party
1: clear. has always been just a progressive conservative party that cared about the environment. Mm-hmm. This guy gave me a whole new look at the Green Party. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's, he's a com- combination of the Liberal and the NDP with a very clear environmental purpose mm-hmm. with progressive policies. I'm like, you know, if, if, if the Green Party keeps putting people like him in, in, in leadership positions, mm-hmm. I don't know that they'll form government anytime soon. But I think they could form opposition. Opposition.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. If if Del Duca hadn't performed so strongly himself, yes. I'd be saying that Mike Schreiner should even and the Green should be second. Uh, agreed. Official opposition this agreed. month. Um you know, he's he 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 mean he he really did an amazing job. I, I really can't say enough about him. Well um, and nobody spoke over him. Nobody yeah, interrupted no. him. No. Which was I was watching it, I'm like, um, Everybody's quiet right now. They had nothing for him. <laughs> they had, they had <laughs> nothing. But on the other side, Del Duca, when everybody was trying to interrupt him, the thing I liked about him is that he remained completely nonplussed. He just kept on talking. And the other people backed down. And they that did. happened in both debates when they tried to interrupt him. He just kept on. And he even pulled a Kamala like two or three times. where he just Excuse like me. Of, Excuse me, but I'm not done. Yeah. If I may finish. Uh, Which is and, the way to do it. It's like the way to do it. No notes, talking directly to the camera, mm-hmm. knows his platform actually answered the questions <laughs> that were asked. I don't uh, love
1: the guy, but but um, he performed incredibly well in that debate, A, Yes. and B, during the occupation of Ottawa, yes. which provincial leader showed up and had boots on the ground, one, and one alone and it was him and who did he connect with Catherine mckinney our next mayor of ottawa
0: yep and uh you know on top of that um the final question for me was very revealing because again mike schreiner was the only one that really really answered it del duca answered it well as well Mm -hmm. uh in terms of things you know that you know because you have the best intentions and you're in power like this, you think you've got it right. But you know, sometimes that means that you've forgotten to listen. Mm-hmm. But Schreiner, when they asked him what it was regret was like, I, said, I regret not having run in Guelph the first time. It was an actual concrete regret like this. This is something that I did. and like this Horvath and Ford just whiffed completely on the answers. Well,
1: and, they, they did the typical, well, um, I thank you for that question. That's a wonderful question. And I'm so happy you asked that question. And it's a good question. It, I'm, I'm making, making it up. But it's like you have 30 seconds to respond and they spend 30 seconds giving platitudes and never saying anything.
0: Yeah, Or it's like when you go to the job interview and they ask you what's your biggest weakness and you say, I'm a perfectionist.
1: <laughs> well, my favorite one about that. It's a joke. What's your biggest weakness, honesty? I don't see honesty as a weakness. I don't give a goddamn what you think.
0: <laughs> right.
1: It's a great joke though.
0: Right? It's so yeah. it's a
1: little bit more vulgar in that but you know
0: yeah but uh i would expect uh ford's numbers to keep dropping mm-hmm. uh and that nurse thing is not gonna help no and- we're gonna hammer
1: the hell out of him on that one we're gonna hammer the hell out of him on that i was on a, i was on uh twitter spaces earlier this evening uh, our good buddy doug i uh, Duck. Jesus Dean our good yep, buddy yep. Dean yep. was hosting along with Karima and Ryan was in there as well as well as Ryan's wife Ashley and uh, we chatted about it and I had a couple of things to say I'd, I came in a little bit late because I was watching hockey and I just oh, I'll just look at the Twitter I'm like oh I'll jump in and uh, yeah I had a couple of things to say uh, because let's face it um, that wasn't assault oh it, yeah it wasn't an assault and 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 I noticed that the major media companies in this country, uh, some of them completely ignored it. The ones who did pay attention to it said, oh, uh, a nurse was injured. Uh, No, 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 no. And oh, by the way, that was not reported on television or on radio. It was only on Twitter.
0: And how was she injured? He was injured
1: by being pushed from behind. Uh, violently pushed from behind by one of Doug's uh, security detail. Okay. There's photos, there's video. Yep. yep. Uh, broken nose. Uh, uh, I don't know if he had, there was a concussion. I don't know if there's a, a fractured skull, but you know, you go
0: down on the pavement face first, you're probably going to crack your skull. If this person files charges, it will, <laughs> then the story will make the brain press. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm hoping this person files charges. Oh, I really hope so. Really, really hoping. Um, in other birthday news, yes, <laughs> birthday present news, uh, ding dong, the witch is dead. Wh- which, Premier which Cartman. Re- he's gone. Oh yeah, yeah, Robert yeah. Rumpel's. JK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. What a thing, eh? Yeah. I was, I, I, like in his speech right he got the 51.4 percent and he was adamant that he was staying if it was 50.1 and then he says well but i don't think it's enough and you hear everybody go oh, no like, <laughs> or, like this and it's like and those the old, and those were probably the only people in the entire country that went because <laughs> everybody else there's ever so yeah
1: well <laughs> the rumor is the rumor is that it was uh, <laughs> sort of a backroom deal saying look uh, you're done you're finished but we'll say 51 percent And you step down, so you save some face with a Ah, marginal victory. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Now, um, I have some insider friends that I've not spoken to yet. And if I do speak to them and they say you cannot talk about it, I won't. I won't. Because, look, Mm. you you have to maintain someone's confidence. If they tell you something in confidence, say do not repeat it, don't. So... We're gonna we're gonna speculate if I get to go ahead to say so if if I get the information I'm waiting to find out I may or may not time will tell I am going to ask the question now
0: <laughs> Yeah I'm I'm sort of wondering it's like Listen, yeah, because I could imagine a scenario. It's like, listen, dude, you tried to cheat, but you really got forty-eight. We'll say fifty-one point four, but you go. You save face. Step down. <laughs> I could see that. I could actually. Oh, actually totally, see totally. That. So you know, he's um, going to
1: pack his bags and he'll head back to Ottawa and try and get back into federal politics, or or take a job as a lobbyist somewhere or some.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to. Well, I mean, the only level of government he hasn't tried yet is municipal, <sighs> and he's gone to all the other troughs. <laughs> he was going to try to be the mayor where is
1: he going to get elected in this country
0: <laughs> come uh, on really and and of course all the people oh jason you know he's too bad he was such a great guy so god the, the man was the the in the dictionary the picture of mediocre white man failing upward repeatedly is this guy
1: and i and, mean and duck ford's right beside him arm in arm arm arm
0: Yes, I mean, the temporary foreign worker program, he screwed <laughs> that up. When he was a minister of defense, he screwed that up. <laughs> Just running to be the, the, the UCP, which is the party he created, was literally like gestated an amniotic fluid of corruption and cheating. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> he's, know. He's being investigated for having become the leader, the first leader of a brand new party. And that's politics in Canada in the modern day. Yeah, indeed. Um, a couple of other presidents. Uh, so Jason says he's going to remain until they pick a new leader. So, of course, he found a way to remain encrusted yet so we're not completely rid of him. Ugh, God, like a freaking cockroach always finds a way to stay an extra freaking day, right? Um, just, oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know you're laughing. Nuclear <laughs> war
1: and he still survives.
0: Oh my God. Uh, and then uh, just the quick quick other little things to touch on uh la tamara <laughs> remember when we had this little segment in our in oh, our yeah. in our flagship where we talked about the jccf and that had they had given her her prize
1: yeah, the, the, the forgotten jonas brother
0: yep <laughs> uh, that might end up sending her to jail <laughs>
1: yep even Lawrence greenspawn can't fight that one
0: i mean this is a legal organization that gave her a prize and that might end up sending her to jail oh my god with legal eagle friends like this who eats enemies i don't know and then another present uh it seems that things may not be going so well for pepper smarms as well uh, it seems that uh, a guy that's named Ed Fast, who used to be, I believe, a natural resources minister in Harper's cabinet, who is now the finance critic since PP is no longer the finance critic because he's hmm. running to become prime minister Which of Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> and he
1: has no knowledge of how finances work, clearly. Yes.
0: So, apparently, um, Ed Fast made some comments about uh, the economy and inflation and stuff like that, saying, like, you know, Pierre, you've got it all wrong and stop doing that because you might be hurting us. And Ed Fast is now uh, gone. So, uh, apparently, freedom to speak truth to power is also another freedom that we don't have. Uh, I thought Pierre was going to to make
1: us the freest nation on Earth. Uh,
0: We already are. Freedom. Freedom. Does it mean exactly what Pierre thinks it is? There seems, there seems to be a lot of things you can't do in his version of freedom. Uh, you can't be the bank. Of, you can't be the governor of the Bank of Canada because you're getting <laughs> be fired. Uh, you can't uh, say that he's full of crap. Uh, and then uh, he goes and does a. Fit. He he also didn't scrum after the last uh, leaders CPC leaders debate. So he's pulling a Doug Ford thing now. And he also didn't go on Power in Politics to talk to Vashi Capellas before the debate. And yeah, and, uh, and there's the other Oh yeah, and then he appears on Jordan, Jordan Peterson Oh
1: boy, Maybe. doing the white supremacist dog whistle
0: Yes, when he talks about speaking Anglo-Saxon <laughs>
1: You know what? You know what? Fuck that racist son of a bitch
0: uh, Fuck that I mean, guy I mean, it's, it's just Again, he's gotta last till September And he's already doing this now
1: I want him finished in politics forever and unemployable. I know somebody somewhere will hire him. Why? I don't know. He has no qualifications to work outside of politics because he's never had a real job. A. B. He dropped out of university after his second year. So what's he going to do? I do I
0: don't know. It doesn't matter. I he's got his pension there. when he turns sixty-five.
1: He's got his pension, and apparently, uh, I, apparently, he's worth nine million. I say apparently because I get all kinds of conflicting information about that figure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I won't say he is because I've got no way to prove it. Apparently, the rumor is mm-hmm. I've never been able to substantiate that. So I, I you know again
0: we want to be factually correct on this show. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the other thing apparently is he is invested in crypto himself, which puts him a bit in a conflict of interest situation by yep. promoting it so much. And also news is, is that uh, crypto is down about over 50% since its recent peak. Yeah. I have, so- a, I have,
1: I, I bought $10 with the crypto like a year ago when it was uh, $35,000. Then it went up to like 58,000 and I, I, I sold half of it. So I got seven dollars, I think, in return. <laughs> and then I, the other day, I was looking at, it I like, go, "Ooh, it's dipping." I'll buy. I'll I'll just reinvest that seven dollars. Here's the thing: it was an account I opened, and they said, "Here's ten dollars to invest in crypto." Like I can't withdraw the money to spend it on coffee or a pint of beer, so I'm like, oh, "Okay, I'll just I'll just buy the ten dollars worth of crypto." Mm-hmm. And I did. So now I I, I reinvested the m- minuscule profit I made. Back into crypto. So if it
0: hits sixty thousand, I'll I'll get twenty bucks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um yeah. Apparently he's invested, and I'm. I, I almost wish there was another debate so that someone could say, uh, Pierre, how much did you uh, lose in crypto? Uh, Ten thousand? <laughs> how much? How much? Twenty thousand? Uh, just yeah. a number, please. Just Thirty thousand? Is it more? How much? How much? Just a number, please. How just much did you lose in
1: How much? No. How much? How, how much? How much? How much? How, much? Just a number, no, please. how much just a number how much a, how much i need an answer answer the question how much please. how much
0: <laughs> i would just love someone to flip it on him <laughs> just once you know once. and
1: i've said time and time again i want to punch him in the face
0: but well, i've, I've come to the conclusion ceased.
1: i've come to the conclusion that i know that no well,
0: it would be better to slap him in the face i don't want to i don't even want to do that i just want to do like the you know the fart game that you played if you had brothers I just want to like rest him to the <laughs> ground sit on his face and fart.
1: Well, that's that's way more. I don't want I don't want any part of my body other than my fist or my palm of my hand on his face. That's as close as I want to get to him.
0: Oh, I'll probably wear like four pairs of underwear to create okay, extra okay. barrier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then you're gonna lose the effect, though. You're gonna lose the effect. I mean, you got to go extra greasy. Drop trowel, right naked butt right on the nos. I've seen that done at, at, at in with hockey team initiation stuff. Oh, don't even get me started on that. See, no, here's no. the thing. I was the goalie, and if anybody tried to pull that on me, I mm-hmm. would go ballistic, and my teammates would go, you don't mess with the
0: goalie. Yeah, perfect. Yep. So, um, but I've seen it. Happy birthday to me. <laughs>
1: happy birthday to you. <laughs> Did, are you going to dare say the uh, birthday number that it is? I won't say it. It's your birthday. It's up to you if oh, you want to say four, it or not.
0: You yeah, no, 49. There you go. One more year and you get to join 49. my
1: club. Yeah. The half century. One,
0: one more year I get to play senior curling and I get to be the young whippersnapper that everybody wants on the team. Senior curling starts at 50? I believe it starts at 50, yeah. Well, I know that next year,
1: because I'll be 54 in July, next year I get the seniors discount at Shoppers Drug Mart on Wednesdays. It starts at 55. You taking it? You're damn right I will. <laughs> I'm going to shoppers only on Wednesday starting July 5th 2023
0: uh, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting my discount, man. Oh well, kids, because we said it was going to be just a nibble, we're gonna stop it here because success <laughs> We finally did it. We're a little uh, longer than 30 minutes, but yeah you know that's okay. There was a lot of news. A lot. A lot of news. Um, so, yeah, kids, uh, if you like just a nibble, let us know. Uh, we'll try and see if we can uh, do more of these for you. And, and shorten um, them up as we will go. Maybe we could do like
1: mini nibbles, 15 minute. <laughs> let, let, let's try to keep them under an hour for now. <laughs> that's, be I mean, that's, that's, that's dreaming, right? Who's <laughs> kidding who?
0: We get talking and we don't shut up. That's true. Um, we hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on Google, Spotify, Apple, Mixcloud, Player FM, all the platforms. Please tell your friends. Retweet it. Share it. Um, if you have gentle corrections, please send them to us. If you have constructive criticisms, we like those too. Compliments. Uh, requests to be on the show. Uh, birthday bribes. Um, yeah, I'm... I go for real cheap people, seriously. And <laughs> positive, positive reviews are always welcome. Uh, if you're on any of the platforms that allow us to have reviews, please give us some stars. Uh, the more stars we get, uh, we can maybe take the Jordan Petersons and whatnot and knock them down off the charts. That's so that the idea. to them anymore. That's the objective. Um, Let's see what else. If you really, really like this podcast and wish to encourage us to do more, we work for tips. So please feel free to buy a cup of coffee for Mr. Grizzly here or a slice of birthday cake for me via our coffee mm-hmm. page at ko-fi.com slash eager beaver, all in small or lowercase letters, as you say. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver along with Mr. Grizzly saying, until next time, dear kids. It can be a tough world out there, so be kind to and gentle with yourself. And Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom? Yeah, please don't vote conservative. Okay. Yep, that's, that's it. wisdom. Don't vote conservative. And yeah, don't vote conservative. And uh, to all the kids out there who wished me a happy birthday and also wished me good luck on the biggest audition of my life, uh, which I did this morning and went pretty well. So fingers crossed. You never know. You never break know. a leg, kid. Break a leg. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. This would be such a big deal. So, whew. anyway. Keep all the good vibes coming because uh, I'm on a roll these days, and I'm sure that's because you guys have something to do with it. All the energy you're putting out there. Um, the True North Eager Beaver Podcast, just a nibble, is an Eager Beaver Mister Grizzly collaboration, research, story, and guest curation. No copy written by the Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mister Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, the Peppermaster. The Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and canadiantarot.com. And thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork. It's just amazing. We're crazy about it. We'll talk to you soon, kids. Bye. Take care, eh? Hey, kids. If you like your food like you like your eager beaver news, spicy and bringing on the heat, then let us introduce you to the Peppermaster. Based in Rigaud, Quebec, peppermaster Greg Brooks sources local ingredients, grows and roasts 100% of his own peppers to make at least 130 different varieties of single pepper mashes, all-purpose pepper sauces, cooking and grilling sauces, condiments and hot sweets, infusions and rubs. From mild to medium to hot to very hot to crazy hot to are you freaking kidding me? I'll be breathing dragon fire. Each bottle is carefully crafted to bring just the right amount of heat to your feast. All of the Peppermaster sauces are gluten-free, peanut-free, slow fair trade, made with organic vinegars and sugars, are reduced in sea salt, have no capsaicin extract, preservatives, colors, added flavors, or GMOs. All products are latex-free and feature green printing. Try their best-selling jerk curry or sticky ginger garlic grilling sauce. Their Spiced Umami 3-Pack featuring Barbecue Sauce A, Maple Umami, and Bacon Reaper Madness. Or if, if variety is the spice of life, pick up a Jewels of Fire and Ice sampler of 16 sauces, one for every heat tolerance. And because only a true pepper master can take the heat away, don't forget to try the original pepper antidote, an amazing pure concoction of heavy cream and dark maple syrup that works as a salve, a heat reducer on your tongue, or doubles as a yummy treat. Mr. Grizzly, uh, I'm sure you've gotten your samples of sauces. Have you tried any?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, I tried the jerk chicken. I like that quite a bit. Uh, I used it in a couple of uh, actually not jerk chicken recipes but some chicken that i cooked up one night and there was another one i tried it was a scotch bonnet sauce that i decided i wanted to have a little bit of spicy pasta that tonight you know mm-hmm. so i put a couple like l- the tiniest little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, i i wanted to be able to walk the next day <laughs> <laughs> but they were good right oh very good absolutely a- a- mm. without question absolutely excellent
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We tried uh, the sticky ginger garlic over here, and uh, uh, and uh, oh, yeah, we can't get enough of it for slaughtering really it on everything. Well, I like the
1: spicy. I put the spicy on my eggs every morning.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, kids, you should try it too. To find out more and to get yours today, go to www.peppermaster.com. The Peppermaster. Hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind.
1: Well, hello, friends. It's your good buddy, Mr. Grizzly. And uh, Mr. Beaver. Mr. Beaver's joining me. And, uh, well, today, we're hoping you can give us a hand hand up or a handout or a help up. I don't know. You pick the verbiage that best suits your ideal. Here's the thing. We incur a lot of costs while we're doing this. Uh, I've invested a few thousand dollars on new equipment. And to be honest with you, I have no problem with it. But it'd be nice if we could recoup a little bit of that because, you know, I'm not wealthy. (laughs) Far from it. (laughs) So if you guys and gals and they and them like what we're doing and you want to help us out, it'd be awesome if you could go to our coffee page Toss us a couple of bucks. Mr. Beaver.
0: Yeah. Um, We love doing this. Clearly, we have a good time doing it. And uh, as the show is getting bigger and we're getting more feedback and participation uh, from you kids, uh, it makes our day and it gives us uh, motivation uh, to work harder and uh, come up with uh, great interview guests. We definitely have some lined up. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Normally, we keep up a surprise, but should we just give some teasers? Give them the teasers, brother. Uh, We've been talking to Cindy Blackstock. We're trying to set a date. Uh, We're trying to set a date with uh, Francis Hordelski, who used to be the chief anchor at uh, the Business News Network. So we can have some uh, talk about economics. Uh, We uh, tried to get uh, uh, polling analysis and political analysis, Evan Scrimshaw. Uh, So we're waiting to hear from him as well. Uh, We have uh, Murray Billett, uh, who was a a big activist uh, in terms of the uh, gay rights in uh, bringing about uh, the recognition of uh, gays and lesbians in the charter uh, way back in the day. So uh, we have some uh, interesting guests uh, lined up for you and uh, we're going to try to get uh, uh, David uh, Mosscroft back because uh, there's an election coming and well, we like his views are always interesting
1: (laughs) well that and and also the fact that um he's got some interesting takes on this current situation that he's living through as well because he doesn't live too far from me i don't like i know the general vicinity of where he resides and it and, and he's close to the action that i'm in the middle of so take it from mr grizzly blue jacket guy we really would like to hear from you. We really would we really could use a couple of bucks from you. Whatever you can spare. I'm not asking for anything big. If you can help us out, that's wonderful. And we appreciate it. And we really appreciate the fact that you listen in and provide commentary. Thanks.
0: I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.